السلام عليكم وعليكم السلام فاللي ماشي ماشي كام مان الحمد لله اي في مان هازينجز يا الحمد لله دين جود ام دين جود هاي الحمد لله ما جست بيزي بيزي دي الحمد لله ان شاء الله ام اي ثينك اي ثينك ويل ستارت ان شاء الله الحمد لله يا هي السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته And welcome to the Muslim Student Podcast, where we're looking to talk about, discuss issues related to Muslim students, related to the Ummah, related to current affairs, and I've talked about the situ- issues that Muslim students go through both on and off campus. And so today we wanted to talk about this new Spider-Man movie that come up, or, and about kind of these, um, a common theme ac- across a lot of movies that come out in general, um, that there were some interesting points that I thought maybe maybe good to have a discussion about. Uh, because obviously during this Christmas period, you have uh, during this winter period, you have a lot of movies which are shown on TV, a lot of Christmas movies and others which are shown on TV constantly. You have movies coming out such as this movie, which has gained um, a lot of hype. Uh, a lot of people are quite interested in it. I think you have some actors from. You obviously have some actors from uh, previous Spider-Man movies as well, which are which are um, in the movie. And um, I think yeah. So I think this is something which would, which would be interesting to maybe have a chat about. Um, so, assalamu alaikum, bro. Wa salam, man. What you say? Where you been? Yeah, alhamdulillah. Um, alhamdulillah. Just, just uh, one question. What, what was your favorite part about the movie, or what did you enjoy about? I would say my favorite part of it is the most cringiest part actually. When, what was it? When all three of them are talking about the web fluid. So you know when um in the lab making the antidote or whatnot, and then um who was it? Ned makes thingy's uh, web fluid. And then they all like the both Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire Spider Man like like there is a flabbergasted the fact that um sorry not Tom sorry Tom Holland are flabbergasted that Tobey Maguire Spider Man his webs are like organic and they're just like gassed over that basically they have to make their own and that was like probably the best moment for me because it's a bit it's funny and cringy at the same time man but yeah I think I think yeah um yeah I mean um I think it had quite you know, interesting moments uh. What what would you say? Do you, are you particularly interested in kind of superhero movies? Were you interested as a kid? Yeah. Um, I say you know what. Yeah. I say you know what. Mostly, you know, the thing is, you know, you know, when you're young. You have this thing, this idea that that idea is thinking that you know what, that you can do whatever, you can do whatever, basically, that you can do whatever. You have these obviously you're watching these movies, these superheroes and whatnot. You're basically like breaking, like do, doing, just basically breaking boundaries. And you have some that can fly, some that super strength, some that can. Travel to two times, and that could be some like mad stuff, basically. And obviously, as a young kid, you look at these things, you look at these people, you think, you know what? Even though they're fictional characters, look at them, you think, you know what? Like, you want to be them essentially, because you want to like mm. do things that they can, because they can, do things, no one else can do. It makes them unique, and it. And you think to yourself, as a young kid, you know, I want to be like that. I think probably yeah. So ever since I was young, being always into um both, actually, any kind of superhero related kind of thing. Um, yeah. 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 
I think I know as as uh, I think I remember as a kid I used to watch like things like Batman, Spider Man. Quite in, uh, interesting. Um, that I think what as a kid I feel like one of my favorites is actually Spider Man. Probably I feel like that was something that you as a young person uh, as a as a young kid could relate to more. I feel like I, I think um, Spider Man was Spider Man was there, but I got to Batman was my favorite. You know why? He's kind of like the anti-villain. So it's kind of like he's a hero, but no one likes him basically because everyone's like mm. shook of him. I think that's like he's about my favorite, but then like actually, I want to ask you, what do you reckon? Who do you reckon would win in a within in, in a fight, Batman or Spider Man? Um, and everyone says Batman with enough prep would uh, beat anyone. I don't know. I, I feel like Batman probably. Um, mm. He's. Uh, I feel uh, yeah. I feel like with it, within with preparation and whatnot, he probably he probably win. Um, I feel like yeah. I've I've watched like some YouTube video where they where they like theorizing a lot of this. I oh, get really into it. Right, they're yeah. getting really into it, like look at all their strength, what all they've done, all their feats, and whatnot. But yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I think it's, it's it's something which definitely, as I think as a kid, is very interesting thinking about all these powers, all these like limitless possibilities that you can do. And um, yeah, um, I guess some things which I was I was thinking about when when we when we talk about kind of these movies, even talking about like you as a kid. You, you kind mm-hmm. of look up to some of these characters, right? And even sometimes mm-hmm. as an adult, you become very invested in, in characters and in movies, right? And the protagonists yeah, become very invested. You want to kind of live through them. Um, you want to, um, you, you kind of, yeah, you kind of live through them. You want to follow their stories. You kind of looked up to them as role models. I know, do you mm-hmm. think movies such as these give a good message for people to take home? Uh, what are your thoughts, maybe, about this this concept of having a, of having role models? See, it's a sticky one, obviously. Um, I say, look, because thing is, obviously, they. For, I think initially they were mainly targeted for like young kids, yeah. like probably I'd say probably like six to like twelve, thirteen, probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say generally, you know, yes, I'd say probably twenty years ago, probably yeah. They were meant to have like they would have been a good role model for kids, you know, people who had, you know, um, you know, you know, like self right, you know, like for example, they were um very selfless. They were, you know, had good characteristic traits, you know, of being kind, caring for others, wanted want to do uh, want to not only make themselves better, but their community better and whatnot. But I say over time, you know, um, I say over time probably probably not, um, especially as Muslim because certain things that we see. Not only in the comics, but also in the series that probably maybe a bit, um, quite maybe a bit. You think as a Muslim, you know, probably they aren't the best role models because now you have obviously we're in a um, you know, we live in a very hypersexual society. So you see now more in sort of comics how they're trying to become a bit more sexualized. You see even in um, superhero movies, which are meant to be initially for young kids, they're becoming very adult, um, adult aged. Is that the, is that the word? Mm-hmm. You know, with you know, relationships and obviously now his whole reality of LGBT you know that kind of thing coming to it so I say probably 20 years ago when he was initially targeted at engaged yeah probably you know because they had you know these comments were teaching kids you know, in terms of you know having good good characteristics being selfless all that kind of stuff but I say probably over time in terms of how society has progressed I'll probably say no not really um, in my yeah. honest opinion yeah I agree because I think they do have certain what we'd call what you'd call good characteristics that you're saying like being kind being selfless sacrificing there's always some sort of saving the world some greater good um yeah to sacrifice to sacrifice for um and yeah these characteristics but definitely i think 
they 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 become and i think even previously they, they've always been a a source of propaganda to some extent for people mm. right like even when you look yeah. at a lot of american movies during like the cold war um era right as an example um when you yeah so when you when you look at uh them during during the cold war era you'd have um captain america for example fight oh not even cold war uh, also world war Two. you have captain america fighting the nazis you have later on them fighting like the cold war and the communists so you have like the and even and obviously today we're, you're talking about like homosexuality lgbt so mm. it's definitely a way of kind of spreading certain ideas um uh, and i think even when even not just um the movies themselves i think a lot of the time it becomes something with celebrity culture as well that not just like, it's not just little kids looking up to people but you have people being really obsessed with uh the celebrities of the yeah, actors that are, yeah. that are in these movies like with the obviously with the spider-man movie right you have the um you have toby Maguire and um oh, got andrew garfield i think it is um yes, who, yes. They're, they're, they're hyped that they're going to be uh meeting all the spider-mans are going to be meeting each other all these different celebrities yeah. which is who they love all these actors who they love and yeah. people like sort of look up to these people right they they see these people as having status they see these people as having wealth um having these things and they sort of um look up to them i know what were your thoughts mm. about maybe the celebrity culture looking up to some of these people I think yeah, of course, there's, there's an aspect of that as well, and then you see that, for example, like you look at the superheroes. You obviously, as a child, you like you know, um, kind of aspire to be like. Then you see obviously these superheroes who are now like, you know, who sorry, you see actors who are now actually playing the superheroes, and you think yo, like how do I get to do that? They live, you know, they they live in my dreams. How do I get to do that? And then you look at in terms of some of the, the certain lifestyle that these guys live, and you know, let's be honest, kind of lifestyle they live, you know, um. Mm-hmm. A lot of just solely living their lives for pleasure, for chasing, for solely chasing money, materials, which again, you know, isn't necessarily a bad thing. But that you see for these individuals, that's what becomes, you know, solely chasing these things, essentially just living their life as they please. Like, not probably not some of the Spider-Man characters, but they've been in the past in um, previous superhero characters who have gotten done for drugs, who have gotten done for DUIs, mm-hmm. you know, who have gotten done for um, uh, what's it called? accident to murder your manslaughter these kind of things yeah so let's not so you know let's not forget that sometimes when we one sometimes we, we may think you know what i want to you know be in the position that these guys are you know they're playing superheroes but then you kind of look at okay, how do i get that how do i get to be in that you look at the kind of lifestyle they live and they then they live a lot of luxury of pleasure then things like you know i need to be at that but then don't realize the consequences that come with that lifestyle you know what i mean and as we can't see today you see a lot of people especially you know most of students in, in in particular they see certain celebrities or certain individuals who are living a particular lifestyle they have the nice car they have the nice shoes the nice clothes you know they can eat the nice food yeah how do they get it they, they, they get that by, by you know by by having money essentially so most i know so most of students what would they do they take out crazy loans yeah which they probably necessarily don't need so they can acquire these now. For example, obviously, like when I was at uni, I can remember there's some brothers who I knew, who, mashallah, who were working a decent job for university. You decent, you know, it can get you, it can get you, you know, what you need essentially. Yeah. Mm. But alongside with their job, they took out the maximum as much as they could from the maintenance loan. Yeah. So what that they could get that nice beamer or those Balenciaga shoes or you know or they can go out every day with their mates to Pepe's or Dixie's or these or these you know nice restaurants I think outside of uni. And what happens towards the end, when they finish uni, they get a job, 
they don't realize how much debt they're in and they're stuck in a lifestyle because i could have debt 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 until they're probably paying that they're probably paying they're probably not finished paying after they're like 60 even if they reach the age you know what i'm saying so yeah, yeah. when we see these celebrities who have that like kind of lifestyle yeah i'll be honest with you we want we aspire to be like them but then we don't understand it but then when we see what they have because what we look for what we look at them in terms of success in terms of they had the nice things they have that nice car that nice lifestyle and we want that nature as in sign we want we want good things for ourselves in it but then we see what they have we think we, i need that i need that because society has made that the yardstick of life society we live in today has made if you ain't got that you're, you're nobody essentially yeah and that's how you see people especially university students in particular because as you're on a muslim student platform yeah they will do whatever need be to get to that to get to that to reach that um to reach what society has deemed as successful or society has deemed as made it, be it by taking so many loans out, be it by, you know, some people who are in university who do fraud, some people who, for example, who do even do drugs, yeah? Because they want to aspire to that last one. They've gotten it from these, from these individuals, these celebrities, whatever you want to call it, so yeah. Yeah, because I think this is um, something which people try to, definitely try to aspire to. I think especially mm. during um, the Christmas holidays, right? This is something which is pushed about all these different gifts, all these different consumerism, all these different sales that are going on. And it's constantly pushed yeah. everywhere. You see on TV adverts, um, on, on, on internet adverts everywhere, talking mm. about these latest things that you need. And you see, yeah, you see all these celebrities with all these, all these newest things. And you're told kind of in this, uh, and you're told that success is this, right? Mm. Now, these people that you're looking at, right? They've made it. These people that you're seeing on TV, you're thinking that they, they've made it in life. Right, they've mm. got all, uh, they've they've got the wealth, they've got the the status, they've got the fame, they've got this and that, right? Um, and it can cause definitely a lot of stress on people, a lot of debt, as you mentioned, and a lot of stress on Muslim on on students in general, because if you mm. feel that this is what you're trying to strive for, this is what is um what is this is what it means to make it, then if you don't achieve mm. that, then you're gonna feel depressed, you're gonna feel like oh I'm I'm a failure, I'm I'm not successful, mm-hmm. and you put mm-hmm. so much effort on that that you lose sight of any other uh, of anything else and that, that becomes kind of your drive but you're never going to going to be satisfied with that because you're going to be pushed yeah. for more and more and more um so i think that that is a that is that is a important point to think about because a lot of people mm-hmm. they, they they follow um these celebrities very very closely they follow their lives they're they, they're so invested they want to live through them because they feel that okay maybe i if i haven't made it let me live through them but it, it causes a lot of comparison between you and them thinking that oh i need these things i i um and, and it causes a lot of mental health issues as a result of it and like you know sometimes isn't it? a lot of people they think you know what like for example also from, also from a muslim perspective in it a lot of people they don't realize that these celebrities these individuals they've they've gotten their wealth their success by doing certain things which is muslim you can't do yeah um and sometimes we end up saying we end up thinking to ourselves that you know what that because again because society you know kind of like pushes this thing of in terms of if you you know in order for you to be somebody in in, in this society in order for you to be to make it in life and be successful and what society deems success you need that kind of lifestyle that money those nice things that again comes with living a particular kind of lifestyle you see these celebrities who live you want to look at a very immoral lifestyle these guys probably some of these celebrities again even some of the superhero uh, celebrities who have wives who have gone through multiple divorces who have cheated who have again like i said who have multiple duis who have multiple drug offenses um multiple been been arrested by the police 
Again, because it comes with that lifestyle. A lot of people think, you know what? A lot of people, when they get that, especially as Muslims, you see that, when they get that kind of uh, lifestyle, they think, you know what? Like, you know what? Like, you know, I've got it now. There's no point in me giving it up just for, just for because, you know, I, I've been told and do things as a Muslim. So I think as a Muslim, something that, you know, that, yes, that these celebrities, they may have made it in life, but on how they've gotten, how they've gotten to where they've gone to hasn't been the way in which, you know, we as Muslims should want to aspire to want to make it in life. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. you know, we, at the end of the day, we have this thing where we're accountable to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, how, what we do, every single thing we do in life. But these individuals, they live a very free life. You know, they, they don't have a concept of God. They don't have a concept of Day of Judgment, of Jannah Jahannam. For them, they're just like, you know, I do whatever I want. I do whatever I don't answer to anybody. Because Muslims, you know, we're different. So, yeah, I'll just mm-hmm. probably add that into it. Yeah, I think, I guess another, another question is that, Obviously, if we can't take these people, if we if you don't think that these people make good role models, if you don't think that these people are sending us as Muslims a good message, who can we take role models from? Um, because I think role model, having people who you look up to is something which is a very human thing in general, right? You can't you want to imitate people. You want to look up to someone. You want to aspire to be to be like someone, right? That's a natural thing, right? Whether it be your parents or whether it be whether it be others, right? So how do who should who should be our role models? I think as as Muslims. That's a, that's a very good question. And like you said, bro, look, as human beings, naturally we aspire to wanna follow somebody to be like somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like for example, um, you know, you may have you know people who are listening as well. You may have younger siblings, yeah, or you may have older siblings. Sorry. And when you're younger, you may thought, you know, I want to be like my older brother, you know, who's, you know, my, he, you know, I want to be like him. I want to be, you know, I, I want to, you end up copying certain things, you know, like your older brother would do. You know, you'd copy, you know, how he styles his hair, how he, it's kind of clothes he wears, how he walks, how he talks. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, it's, it's a natural human being to be a Muslim or not Muslim. You want to be like somebody. You want to, you want, you want, you want um, to, you want to say, emulate somebody in terms of how to live your life. And as Muslims, we've been given the best of examples. Yeah, we have to understand that the Prophet sallallahu is the best of mankind. Yeah, and in terms of who looked as a role model, look to him. Yeah, in terms of how he was not just as a spiritual kind of person, but how he was as a father, as a brother, as a friend, as a as a uh, tradesman, as a somebody who was very known in society. Uh, um, how he was as a student. Obviously, remember he studied. You know, he he. You know, he he. Um, how he was as a uh, general, how he was as a statesman, how he was as all the different things, and we should look to Muhammad. You know what? That the best of examples Allah has given me is the best of my Muhammad. And I try my best to emulate him in terms of how he was in his life, how he lived any part of his life, how he went about, how he went about solving his problems, be it for him or people around him or the people who he was governing, right, the Muslims, you know what I'm saying? Um, so yeah, I'd say the best of examples, again, in all that saying, the Prophet Right, because I think we have to think that what makes someone a role model, right? It's 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 what is it's based on what you aspire to, right? What is your yeah. kind of purpose? What what do you look to what do you view as success? What do you look view as something great? If you view success as gaining status as gaining wealth um mm. as gaining the material things that who are you going to look to you're going to look to the people who have them right and you're going to yeah. you're going to look up to them because you think they've made it right mm. but for us as muslims if we understand that our purpose is to worship allah that we that we want to attain jannah right that we want to um 
worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the best of examples for us, as you're saying, is the uh, is the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And obviously after them you see the Sahaba radiallahu anh, who are also um, great role models for us in, in many different matters. And I think when you, when you kind of look at how they tackle, because generally the human experience isn't, isn't so different right you can take so many uh, so many lessons as you're saying that was also was all these all these different uh different different things right he was a father he was a statesman how he was with a uh, family with his companions etc so as a hu um, human beings we have the same sort of experiences and so we can we can sort of relate um our concept of role models um back to back to them and we should look for um even today if we're looking for role models we want to look for people who um share the same aspirations as we do in terms of wanting to um gain close to Allah's panel tyler right and that's that's kind of based on who you should um, look up to and who you should maybe befriend as well when you when you want to want to take from people I think I think you know just on that point you mentioned is the aspiration. I think that's such an important point, especially when it comes to role models, because as Muslims, and you know, sometimes you forget it, especially living in, this, in the kind of society and the environment we live in, that kind of pushes us to, in essence, forget about why we're here, our purpose, and it, which kind of pushes us to, you know, solely focus on the rat race, on chasing these materials, solely just living our life, you're solely just living our life to chase these material things and what society has deemed as happiness and success. Yeah, we end up forgetting what we actually aspire for in life and as Muslims like you said very beautifully is that look is that you aspire for one thing seeking Allah's pleasure entering Jannah now of course we need to look for a role model who best suits that yeah and then you know like you said Prophet he was the best of examples and after him the Sahaba yeah and I think that's what we should always, always remember that look that as Muslims I have one clear objective in life my objective is what to attain Jannah, get in Jannah. That's it. Inshallah, Jannah for those here. Gain Jannah. That that that's my one objective in life. Now I gotta see who has been the only person to actually achieve that, and then some. And that has been the best of mankind, Prophet Sallam. Mm -hmm. So therefore, we think that you know what? I ain't trying my best to be like him in every part of my life, emulate every single part of his actions, his character, he how his his mentality, how he went about solving problems, all this kind of stuff, and that is the main point one because when we understand what we aspire for in life what we want in life especially as muslims we naturally look towards a role model or an individual who will meet the aspiration yeah definitely um i think it's it's definitely important to to have those role models uh and and kind of re read about the sir of read about um great people who have lived through our history right and, and even today when you look to people you want to try to emulate those who you see are are trying to attain the page of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who remind you of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and, and remind you of Islam uh so I think that's that's definitely something that's, that's important because I think today it's very difficult for people to find role models uh, especially kind of living in in if you're living in the west because all mm -hmm. the, everyone that's pushed out for you are not people who are who are seeking this goal they're seeking other other things which aren't um which aren't as important right mm -hmm. um and so that's that's something which we have to try and think about we have to uh try to remind ourselves about i think 100%. i think um an another another thing that i was thinking about about um when you find a lot of these movies right and a lot of mm -hmm. um even especially during this this period um, this season 
that you find yeah. a lot of um, a lot of this thing seems to be a lot a big distraction for people, right? Uh, there's a big effort to like you know just just chill out, just uh, you know watch watch a bunch of movies, binge watch a bunch of movies. Um, I don't know. People people are trying to drink and party during this time, like uh, well, the Christmas parties they have, right? And mm-hmm. I find this as a sense of sort of wanting to escape from life. Yeah, you know, you you have you yeah. have your life. Uh, you have your life during the year and then you know this is a time where you want to just chill out just escape you know just drink watch these movies live through these characters right and so mm-hmm. this um you, you you try to want to now now escape from um from these things mm-hmm. and i think this is so from my perspective i think this is sort of a symptom of uh of of a lot of people having quite difficult lives or having Having a lot of mental health issues that they just that they don't want to deal with some of the issues, so there is pushed heavily that you want to dis- distract you that this life is just about entertainment. You just want to you just want to please yourself, right? I don't know what what maybe your thoughts are about um, about that. I think I think a few things. I think it, it, you know is what we see hundred um, percent when it comes to the winter time, especially the Christmas period, New Year's period. We tend to see a lot of these things. We tend to see you know. Um, for example, in the workplace, a lot of parties going on, you know, um, for example, you see a lot of these movies coming on, like literally every single day now in the holidays, you have not seen once where there hasn't been a movie coming on yeah. here, as the Oscar movies. And obviously, it's a time where you have new movies coming back, you have Spider-Man, a few other ones that have come out in cinemas, you know, um, as well as that, you have other events taking place, you have the Winter Wonderland in London and all the different things going on. I think, yes, of course, 100%, a lot of it is escapism a lot of it is a means of people just you know finding somewhere to just escape to zone out and just get away from their problem because you know we you know we face problems on a day-to-day basis you know a lot of us for example and the most simplest the most simple thing i think everyone faces is probably just about being able to survive we see how the current condition is today in the where we're living today people are just about able to afford a loaf of bread People are just about able to, you know, fuel prices are gone over the roof. Yeah, house prices are increasing. The other day I read on the uh, the news that the government will be increasing council tax. Yeah, um, so life generally and just generally life is getting hard for the average man. Yeah, where they're just about able to forget putting food on the table, just about able to get a crumb on the table. Yeah, mm. because of how 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 um, challenging the, the situation has become. Yeah, in terms of being able to survive and just live life in the most simplest way. So then naturally, you know, you want somebody to escape as a human being. You want somebody just to forget about these things and just, you know, relieve that stress some way. So mm-hmm. when it comes, especially this Christmas period, New Year's period, you see a lot of people generally, for example, with, I say a lot of non-Muslims, especially me seeing it in my workplace, a lot of them tend to like have that escapism through these Christmas parties, through the clubs, through, you know, spending two weeks away from work and getting mashed off their heads, you know, doing all sorts of, you know, madnesses, yeah, as a means of just, you know, escaping from the issue that they face. Or you see, for example, people who probably even, Muslims per se, who obviously can't do that kind of stuff because of the haram and whatnot, mm. who try to escape their problem by what? By, you know, by just watching tons of movies, you know, um, going this place, going that place as a means of just escaping from the problem that they face, yeah? Mm. And I think, because a lot of times we don't know how to deal with our problems, yeah, or we've struggled into because we don't, we don't, cause we don't find a solution. Now we just see things getting worse and worse and worse. We see, like I mentioned before, um, life for the average man getting worse. We see on the news every day poverty increasing, 
yeah we see more and more people becoming homeless we see you know um the debt rates increasing yeah um we see even for example in education for in relation to most students you know someone i was, I was uh, listening to the news the other day on the way to going somewhere and they're talking about obviously because there's a possibility of there being a second lockdown mm. and they're talking about the uh implications it will have for students yeah and there was a woman she was head of some education institution i forgot what it was and she's saying that you know what if you go to them to another lockdown it's going to be worse than the great depression for the most for the students mm-hmm. because they're going to be immensely depressed yeah they're going to be the stress levels are going to go high a lot of them probably may and are going to turn to drugs some of them may see even turn to suicide because why because they're not being able because first of all the education sector is um immensely under-resourced yeah and is and it's not really doing justice for Muslim students in general, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, sorry, just going back. Sorry about that, yeah. So, like what I was saying, um, so yeah, and so going through Muslim students, so, so like generally we see that what the life of the average man is getting hard, yeah, and they want someone to escape because they don't want to deal with their problems. I think the second thing is the fact that because they've lost sense, the sense of hope that's been lost now, people see that there's nothing else to their life. Then, other than just, you know, slaving away, working five times a day, or studying for the rest of your life, you know, getting stressed for exams, or, you know, living when you go to work, you know, just working, and just getting stressed from work, come back home, and then be from uni or work, and then just going to sleep and relaxing, and just having to deal with the next problem the next day, next day, be it bills, be it the fact that you're in so much debt, be it, you know, um, family issue, this issue, that issue, not being able to put food on the table, all this kind of stuff, yeah. And I think naturally people are just, they just lost all hope in terms of finding some kind of solution. Yeah. Mm. So that's what we're talking about, be it movies, be it the, you know, the parties, the, these different events going on during the Christmas period, this find a way for them to escape and just forget about everything going on. Yeah, I think definitely, especially as I think Muslim students, the uh, students in general, there are a lot of yeah. mental health issues that, that come with that, right? A lot of stress. Like students come through with their assignments, with their exams, uh, with the pressure of, as we we're saying, if that's what if you, what your aspiration is to just to 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 be like these celebrities to gain that mm-hmm. that wealth, gain that status. Then when you're trying to when you're studying at un at university for that purpose, then it becomes mm-hmm. very uh, there's a lot of pressure on you with with so much mm-hmm. debt. There's a lot of pressure on you to to get good grades because otherwise all that money's wasted, right? Okay. Um, I would say debt from a student's point of view. I'll say the fact that look at. For example, I was having a conversation with a, a college student on the bus mm-hmm. and he started college last year during the year of the pandemic. And uh, he started, well, it's not AS now, but his first year of college is actually doing his A-levels. And he's telling me that, look, I'm stressed out, man. I don't want to do because he's in second year now. Um, he's going to do his A-levels a next summer. Well, this summer coming, sorry. And he was telling me, that, look, I'm stressed out, man. I don't know what to do. Like, literally, uh, the, that first year of college was dead. Literally, we didn't do anything because of lockdown and everything, and studying was just so difficult. And now I've got to cram two years of content within a matter of a month. I don't know whether I'm going to pass my A-levels or not. Simply for a lot of students, university students. I talked to university students the other day, and they're like, you know what, like, I'm struggling, man. Like, you know, I didn't know what, what I did. Like, you know, for second, for example, so I did since some third years. Like, you know, I, like, second, I didn't know what happened. Second just went like that and I didn't, didn't learn anything. And now I'm doing a project. Now I'm doing a, a, dis, a dissertation or something that I have no idea what I'm doing about. You know, um, 
we're in like a middle, we're most likely going to go into online learning. And again, it's going to result in probably not getting as much support as they should do, as they should do from the lecturers. And think like, you know, what do I do? I've got all these deadlines to me. I'm my final year. I need, to get, I need to make sure I graduate. All kinds of stuff. They feel all kinds of tensions. And naturally, you know, again, as most students, they want to escape somewhere. You know what I'm saying? They want to, because again, because the result of not knowing how to solve their problems. Yeah, um, definitely. I think the COVID period was difficult for a lot of students, kind of being being stuck with that, not having that great of an education, to be honest. Even me, I I don't think the education quality was was um, up to scratch. So there's a, there was a lot of like extra work that I guess had to be done. Um, mm -hmm. I do know other people who are saying that um, they they barely learned anything and now they're in this year they're they're really struggling because they they're, they're supposed to be building upon the concept they were learning before 100 yeah, 100 um what do you think is i guess the the solution to what kind of what what should be our mentality towards this which will help us kind of get get through the situation what do you think i think look it's natural to go through problems and at the end of the day it is natural we're going to go through problems and most of us understand that look that this life we should always remind ourselves that this life is a test sometimes we forget that you know because when like you said we were kind of addressed in the beginning we live in a very materialistic world and this world and again what's pushed in the kind of world the kind of society the kind of environment we live in is that life is all about enjoyment comfortability you know just enjoying yourself living life to the fullest yeah and um, again because we live in this environment we end up forgetting the fact that life is full of tests yes i think understanding that as a muslim we should always understand remind that this life is full of tests allah said that look that do you not think that that you believe to say that we believe that you believe and you will not be tested We'll be testing different ways, be our be our wealth, our health, our family, even our mental state of mind. Yeah. And we have to understand that. That's the first thing. Second thing I would say that how do we go about solving our problem? It's about understanding that. Because we kind of just before that looked at people escape from their problem because they don't know how to deal with it. They don't know how to, they don't know how to go about solving it. That's why they turn to these movies, these Christmas parties, all this kind of stuff, because they don't know how to go about solving their problems. So again, as Muslims, we should understand that we need to go about solving our problems. We can't just live life in the same rut over and over again, just except just say, you know what, like, you know that, I, like, nothing I can do, you know. As Muslims understand that, look, Allah SWT has given us a way to solve any problem we face, any problem, you name it, mental health, financial problems, education issues, you name it, Islam has a, Islam has a solution. That solution comes from the Quran Al-Kareem. Allah has given us these solutions very clearly. Yeah, and we should, as Muslims, turn to those solutions and ask, okay, look, mental health, how did Islam solve this? You know, education issues, the fact that the education system has become bust, the fact that education system has become a business, how did Islam solve this? You know, people struggling to make ends meet, how did Islam solve this? We should ask us these questions, and if we don't know the solutions, look to Muslims, you know, in in the world, who and ask us out who are who are posing solutions for these problems? The Muslims around the world who actually, alhamdulillah, who have a great understanding of Islam, you know, who are posing these solutions, yeah. And I say third, you understand that is that we can never ever get any solution as Muslims for our problems anywhere other other than Islam, yeah. We can't get, for example, a lot of people now when it came to whole education thing, you know, whole education is failing. A lot of people that tend to the government. You know, sending petitions to the government, say I need to put more funding to education. You need to, you know, um, get the education, you know, department. They get like get new people in the education department, all that kind of stuff. 
We understand that we can't see seek any solution other than from Islam. We can't seek any solution from again from democracy here yeah? because it never worked here. Yeah? Because the only solution that we can find from is Islam, and understand that Islam is more than what we can actually that we actually um, um, understand it. A lot of people understand Islam as being my five salahs, you know, my Ramadan, my Juma, my Quran, and that's it. No, Wallahi, Islam is more than that. Islam is a means of living every part of your life. Islam has rules, laws, legislations, and how to actually govern a society, be in education, in economics, every single part of your life. And we should look towards the solutions in terms of solving that problem and look towards how do we get about in, how do we go about implementing that. So I say probably them three things, inshallah. Yeah, I think um, turning to to Islam gives you a certain tranquility when you come ac- when you come across these problems, right? Because you, as you were saying that Allah says that He tests the one that He loves, right? And it's about how we act within that test that um, that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will reward us for. Even there's a hadith where Rasulullah Sallallahu said that indeed the believer all uh, all his affairs are good for him, and that is only for the believer. That when something bad befalls them, they have sabr and it gets better for them. That they are patient and uh, they have sabr and it gets better for them. And when something good befalls them, they are shukr, they are thankful to Allah and it gets better for them. And that um, and that is the situation of the Muslim, that the the believer, is that you you understand okay this thing come from Allah subhanahu wa taala. What Allah asks for me is how I'm going to kind of act in, in response to this. But at the end of the day, you find tranquil knowing that your affairs are, are in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? And what the result of this um, test that you're going through, inshallah, it's a means of you then going, uh, attaining Jannah, gaining reward, gaining the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala based on how you, how you react to that. And I think it gives you that sort of tranquility knowing that, um, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala um, is there and, and is um, looking after your affairs. I think um, another 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 question, another, another thought that you find I think is a common theme across a lot of these um, movies, um, and I think the Spider-Man movie all, uh, the same is that there is this kind of concept of a sacrifice, right? Yeah. Um, constantly you see that they're always trying to sacrifice for the greater good. Even when you look at yeah. I think the previous uh, movie, right? Um, in the, in the series that you see that he's um, thinking about sacrificing his schooling, um, his um, his life, you know, his all the things that he enjoys, right? But there's some sort of greater good that they believe in um, that is that they feel is worth sacrificing all of this for. Um, the hero complex, essentially, yeah. Yeah, and I think um, what what I think the question is that what is it that really you should sacrifice for? Because this is all these things, I guess, are nice. These um mm-hmm. these sort of ideas about okay you're gonna you're gonna sacrifice for this right but what I guess truly should we should we um, aim to sacrifice for what can we I, I guess learn from this concept of sacrifice? I think you know superheroes what they've done especially with the concept of superheroes they've done it very in terms of this idea of sacrificing for greater good something greater than self because again we live in a very individualistic kind of world yeah where everyone's in it for themselves anyway you know it's me about me myself and I me just being able to make it for myself me being able to just look after myself and at the end of the day forgetting everyone else essentially yeah I think what the superheroes have done they don't, what has, the only, what say, only one good thing that's come out of the superheroes is that this sense of uh, a selflessness that they give up everything be it their, 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 you know, their comfortable life you know their the uh the education like you said even some of the even some of the close ones for sake of essentially protecting the world and again as most understand that you know we have you know 
something worth, we have something worth more than uh, we have something uh, worth more to live for yeah which is again our deen which is again the attainment of jannah and that doesn't come easy that does come with sacrifices that does come with hardship with struggles again like we mentioned in the beginning so in the middle that Allah will test those who believe. Allah will just leave us alone and say that, oh, we believe in Allah, we believe in the Prophet, and he will test us. Allah will test us, yeah, with different ways and challenges as well. We face challenges, kind of what we do today in the society even today. If you're a practicing brother who tries his best, you know, to follow the deen and, 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 and abide by Allah's commands, you looked at weirdly in society. You probably, you looked at weirdly in society, you probably not, you probably don't have a lot of friends. You're probably not, you know, most known in the social groups at university. You're probably like that. Like low key kind of guy who no one knows basically, essentially, mm-hmm. yeah. And even in, for example, like you may be, um, for example, if you try, if you have hold certain Islamic, you know, orthodox views, yeah, then you may be again ridiculed by, you may be even targeted by the government, by, you know, by things that prevent, etc., yeah, because of the certain Islamic um, uh, uh, view that you hold, yeah. Um, and again, you'll be tested in these certain ways, you'll be asked outcast from society, yeah. And not only that, as Muslims, you know, you may also be pressurized to let go of your Islam, to let go of your Iman, let go of the one thing that which makes, which gives something, you know, greater to live for in life, and and conform to the way of life we see people living today, a life that is just freedom, you know, do whatever you want, you know, and not living life for anything pur- 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 purposeful, yeah. And I think as Muslims also understand that when we're facing these challenges, when you know when when we're constantly being looked at as a weirdo because from sisters because they cover brothers because they try to practice their deen or at university they don't want to free mix up agenda or they don't want to get involved with all kind of madnesses or because the certain views that you hold may be seen as extreme or whatever yeah we should always understand that look as muslims we have something much greater to live for that is the attainment of our agenda and that is worth sacrificing you know anything there's an ayah in um buruj which beautifully describes actually, and talking about the story of the people of the ditch. Um, yeah, basically, these people, long story short, these people, what it was, they, they, they came to the Orthodox Christian belief, right? And there's a king in the mood trying to get everyone off that essentially. And when the whole town became um, on the belief of Allah, the, the belief of Tawhid, yeah, basically, he dug a ditch, put, put in a fire, and he basically um, told everyone, if, if you want to keep, keep believing in Allah, you basically go jump in the fire, yeah? If you don't want to and you want to be saved, then let go of what you believe in and keep, you know, doing a uh, mushk and keep following, uh, uh, keep uh, worshiping idols, essentially. Yeah, and literally all of them, you know, like with, with, without compulsion, went into the fire. Allah says in the in Surah Al Buruj about them. I think in the Ladin Amu Amu Salihati, the Hum Jannat and Tajim Tahtina. In the Ladin Amu Amu Salihati. Um, Allah says that look that um, these people who sacrificed everything for the deen, you know, their mm-hmm. their lifestyle, their, their their money, their wealth, their social status for for for, for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his deen, they'll be they'll be in Jannah and they'll be living in Jannah where they have rivers flowing under their gardens. Yeah. Um I think that's the most beautiful thing about Jannah is that Again, being a Muslim comes with sacrifice, we'll be tested, we'll be, we'll be pressurized, can't say let go of Islam, we'll be challenged even. But remember that you, you know, as Muslims, as students that you on campus, but you're being challenged with certain ideas, you're being challenged to let go of your Islam, understand that you have so much regret to live for, and that is your Jannah. Mm. I think everyone has some sort of sacrifice based on their ideas, right? 
I think this, the concept that is shown in a lot of these movies is kind of sacrificing for what you believe in, right? S standing mm -hmm. for for something that that you that you believe in, whatever that might be, right? Mm -hmm. And you find a lot of people might sacrifice for their education, right? They might sacrifice their social life. They may sacrifice their history with their family sometimes, right? Just for for work, for education, um, for other yeah. material things, right? For an example, right? People, or even when you're talking about people who are activists for certain uh, for certain causes, people have uh, things that they try to sacrifice certain things for, right? Yeah. And we as Muslims, we 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 know that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala has blessed us with with this deen, that He has blessed us with um, the true the the truth, right? And He has blessed us with the best system, the best way of life, right? And so the question is, are we going to sacrifice for it? Are we going to mm -hmm. sacrifice for the sake of Allah? Or are we going to put that, um, the pleasure of Allah on the back burner? Yeah, right? Mm -hmm. For the other things that, that you may that you may be seeking, right? You may think, mm -hmm. oh, my social life is going to be hindered if I, if I don't do this, if I don't go to this party, if I don't go to that, right? Mm -hmm. Or you may think that, oh, um, you know, uh, maybe about again uh, making sure that your that your earnings are halal. You know, if I if I make sure I stick within strictly within Islam, you know, my earnings. You know, I, I could I could be earning so much more or something like that, right? And so people mm -hmm. sometimes they'd be willing to sacrifice things for for um, sacrifice um, these things. Uh, uh, um, yeah, for the for the wrong reason, right? So sac sacrificing their deen for the wrong reason. But for us, we should be. What better sacrifice is it than the sacrifice for the sake of Allah? I think one thing, one one example of of the Sahaba that I think um, kind of de demonst can demonstrate this a lot is when you look at Musab ibn Umar, right? Or right? That he was someone who was uh, who was a, who's a wealthy wealthy guy, right? He had all the, all the best garments, right? He had um, he had to the extent that he had some status among Quraysh. Right, that they held, that they kept him, even though he was young. They he was amongst their meetings, right, um, and they would see counsel from him. And and he was he had high status, right. But when he became Muslim, all that was taken away, right. His mother kind of disowned him. His mother, um, there was there was um, he he had to sacrifice um, his 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 kind of his status, right, amongst Quraysh. Had to sacrifice a lot of his um, his wealth, right, to the extent that when he was buried. Um, the the cloth that was used to bury him that he had it could barely cover him that when he tried to cover his face it would uncover the, the his legs and when when he would um, cover his legs it would uncover his face that he didn't that even that him he went from that status for the sake of Allah because of his sacrifice for the deen right and when you look mm -hmm. at the, what he what he went to and what he sacrificed when you look at him um, by himself going to Medina to to teach the mm -hmm. people of Yathir, the people of Medina by Islam when you look at the sacrifice of him and and multiple other Sahaba when you look at the example and you look at the sacrifice of Rasulullah you can see that they understood this concept of sacrifice right they understood what it meant to sacrifice your wealth to sacrifice your life for for the for the sake of Allah, right? They knew what it meant to stand for the truth, even when everyone else is against you, right? And so this thing about uh, people may want to compromise, you know, be a bit watered down, you know, not not talk out against the things that are happening, you know, everyone's doing, uh, look, people people are just doing their thing. I'm not gonna speak out. I'm just gonna live in my own bubble. Even if you just even if you're practicing yourself, you may just not wanna 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 engage with people, you know, just wanna keep by yourself, but. 
just not be controversial. Others, they, they, exactly, on controversial things, you may not want to speak out on the on what the truth is from the from, as, as Muslims, right? But you see from the example of Zahaba, the example of the prophets before us, right? And the, uh, the, the righteous people before us, that they would sacrifice. Um, you can see the immense sacrifice they would make. And they would not uh, waver from their stance, right? They would not mince their words. They will not. They would they would stand for for the haq, right, and they wouldn't mm. uh, compromise on that for the sake of uh, for the sake of other things. I think that's, mm. that's something that you can actually look at the example and, and gain inspiration from them. Um, I think about understanding. I think with all that, just comes to understanding one thing, and it and come back to understanding of what you want out of life. And as Muslims, you know that we want one thing out of life, and it's to get jannah, and that's what we want out of life. Like, don't get me wrong, all these material things we see is nice to have, it? but when it comes down to it. As a Muslim, you know that you want Jannah. You really know that you want Jannah. You know that you want to be chilling in Jannah in your in your golden castle with just enjoying the luxuries that Jannah has to offer. Yeah? And when you read about Jannah and the description of Jannah, what, what Jannah has to offer, you think to yourself, subhanAllah, man, this, uh, this dunya is nothing, man. Wallah, this dunya is nothing. And like, ev- and like this dunya is worth sacrificing for the sake of my Jannah. Even if it means, like you said, that you look at as an outsider, you look at weirdly, you know, you are, you can't live a certain lifestyle. You see your friends or other people living, yeah. But then there you understand the look that I'm doing this for my jannah. I'm doing this so that, yeah, you know what? I may not be chilling in this world, but inshallah, you know, when I die, I'll be chilling forever in jannah, inshallah. I think that's the kind of mentality we as most special Muslims need to have, especially when we're on university campus and we're being pressurized by be our friends to. For example, to do certain things that I mostly probably shouldn't do, where we're being pressured by universities to um, hold certain values that probably Muslims shouldn't hold, to accept certain things that Muslims should probably should accept. Yeah, we just said that we shouldn't do these things, and even if it means sacrificing whatever it means we have sacrificed, these things are worth sacrificing because why? Because we are sacrificing not for anything; we're sacrificing it for the sake of our place in Jannah. Inshallah. Inshallah. I think that that's um, a very, very powerful thing that we should kind of try to stay steadfast and, and stick to what we know is right, right? Because yeah. if, you, if you compromise on these things, right, why are you compromising? You're compromising on the truth, right? Yeah. That you may, you, it may bring you a little bit of this, uh, a little bit of comfort, right? It may be, give you a little bit of, oh, I'm, I'm just not rocking the boat. I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk about these things. I'm, I'm just going to let things slide. But the yeah. fact is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that uh, in Surah Al-Yamran, كُنْتُمْ خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ تَعْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَتُمْهَوْنَ عَلَى الْمُنْكَرِ وَتُؤْمِنُونَ بِاللَّهِ That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made us the best nation, the best ummah, right? Why? Because we enjoin the good, we forbid the evil, and we believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it's about yeah. standing for Islam, standing for what is the truth, and not really compromising on, on, on those things. Um, and that... Uh, it's something which we should we should strive to make make sure we're doing inshallah. But yeah, thank um, for coming on. I really appreciate it. It was, it was a very very good discussion. Alhamdulillah. Um, I think we'll we'll probably conclude there inshallah. Uh, assalamu alaikum to everyone who's uh, been ch- uh, watching, been tuning in. Um, so this is the Muslim Student Podcast where we're looking to. Uh, connect with different Muslim Muslim, uh, Muslim students and, and discuss issues which kind of go through as, as students, which uh, situations which are current affairs, situations among the Ummah, and kind of have a, have a discussion about 
what should our perspective uh, be as Muslims? And so um, uh, we'll conclude there, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alhamdulillah. Take care, my brothers. Assalamu alaikum. Take care, brothers.